Reaction key. Hey, Jeff and Joelle. Hope you're doing well. My Roddy used to guard her food. Thanks to your out command, guarding is not an issue. Thanks. Reaction key. Awesome. Which means you watched one of our free videos and you did all the work and that's awesome. And I'm being really, really serious. Good job. So there's a lot of people out there struggling with their dogs. And see, this is why I don't care what haters say. Mm. It's like, because it's like reaction key is like, thank God for Jeff's videos. Mm -hmm. Cause I fixed my dog and I didn't have to pay a dime for it. Right. Like, that's why it's like, it's like, it's so funny when people like throw insults at me online. It's like, you do realize that we're helping tons of people. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Hey everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Gellman with Solid Canine Training and Joelle, and this is the What Would Jeff Do show. We do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we, we really appreciate all the folks that are over in Europe who are uh, uh, midnight and beyond. Yeah, Australia. Well, Australia, it's tomorrow morning, so you know that ain't that True. hard to do. But the, the folks that are up till midnight and then Spain at two in the morning and, you know, different countries and Singapore and all that. So we really appreciate you. This is a Q&A show. And then you'll notice that a lot of the people ask the questions on, you know, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? So a lot of our answers are going to be talking about corrections, about a, a, applying a punisher, an intolerable consequence. And one thing to always keep in mind is you're not yelling. You're not screaming. You're not mad. People like to always throw that in. I don't want to yell at my dog. I'm like, you already yell at your dog. Probably. Um, we talk about training tools. Um, you're not going to really hear us talk about all the reward based training we do because nobody's asking us how to train like a command. Right. You know, they're, 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 they're asking us how to stop a command, um, which nobody wants to talk about at all. Um, and then we have something called Jeff Gelman seminars, go to Jeff Gelman seminars. Those are starting back up. We're sort of like on a four to five month freeze here, you know, cause furlough, furlough here. So, um, we can't have seminars, but maybe we'll, I don't know, call them riots instead. And maybe then we'll be allowed to do them, you know, so dog training riots. <laughs> that's right. Dog training riots. You know, it's like, <laughs> Oh yeah, you can have that. You guys can just hang out next to each other and like, you know, do that. Um, you know, everyone climbing on top of dog crates and screaming, you know? We'll do something. We'll do something like that. And then we've got our training center here. And our, at our training center, um, we do everything. That that's where we do um, start to finish. Um, uh, uh, we take get dogs in here that really struggle. They really struggle. That's yeah. what's great. I think I like about it, the questions that are on the show. Like everything we preach, we practice. Yeah. And 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 we're struggling too with some of these dogs. Like I've been up now going on eight days straight of just being up. I mean, I'm getting little pockets of sleep here and there, but it's like, yeah, looking at these video cameras, like who just made some noise? So um, because we get these dogs separation anxiety. And if you um if you follow us on Instagram stories, I like I'll document little stories at two in the morning of like, look, look who's sleeping. You know, it's like, yes, look, you can't really see a shadow. So tonight's camera is on the uh, the new Malinois that just came in. Mm -hmm. Um and uh we'll see how that goes. Um, she good last night. She good last night. Dolly didn't. Dolly had a rough time. She had a yeah. she had some um, some poopy poopy time issues. So so let's go, Joel. Jump right in. All right. Go scroll. Go scroll. See if we can make it through one show, I'll get bumped. I don't know. I don't know. It's a conspiracy. Barisa boy. Hey everyone. Tips on keeping my dog away from windows. It's like an OCD behavior of him going to keep watch. Yeah, a lot of dogs will do that. And a lot of people say, well, that's what dogs do. I'm like, yeah, well, dogs also shit. And we don't want them doing that. And they also bite and we don't want them doing that. And you know, they also bark a lot. We don't want them doing that. And so, you know, what you can do is a lot of people, 
well, if your dog is just looking out a window and just like staring and watching the world go by, who cares? But if your dog is pacing or waiting for something or someone to walk by and then barking or like staring at wildlife and then when it gets outside and then it like goes after the wildlife, you probably want to stop that. So how do you stop it? Well, there's a couple ways. You can correct it with a remote collar. No, correct. Make looking out windows not the most comfortable thing. Or you can be proactive by telling the dog to, you know, go go to go, go go to place. But teaching the dog to go to place will not stop the staring out the window. It's almost like a redirection. So you probably should do both. Don't look out the window, but I do want you to do this. So then the dog goes, oh, I get it. So this is the better behavior. Next. <clears throat> Kathy B. Hi, J&J and, J and all in the chat. Hey, Kathy B. How are you? Tori, hi Jeff, love your videos, your content, and e-collar changed our lives. My dog has separation anxiety, but it's fine in a crate. When I travel, I leave her with a friend whose house she has been to plenty of times, but she still acts anxious for a couple of days. Is there anything I can work on with my dog to make her calm when she's with a friend? Well, I mean, it all depends on your friend's skill set. all depends on does your friend have the same structure as you? Does your friend have the same routine as you? Um, does your friend, are you using a remote collar at night to get the dog to be, to stop any of the nonsense? Um, or is your friend going, oh, a dog, I can love on you. It's like, no, I just need you to like keep the same structure, you know, on. So, you know, yeah, that's what I would suggest. You sort of have to like, you know, debrief your friend on the routine. And unfortunately, though, friends don't, you know, they break routines. You know, they break routines because they want to like make sure the dog's having a good time and yada, yada, yada. And it's like, don't try so hard. Like, yeah. I don't want you to try so hard. That actually might be stressing out the dog. It's like, hey, whoa, no, step back. I don't right. like that, you know, whether you like the friend or not. So I'm glad you just have a, good, a friend that you that you can, you know, trust to leave to leave your dog with. That's always nice. Next. Camila, hi from the Dominican Republic. Hey, how are you? JB, hey guys, great to see you. Hey, how's it going? Carrie says, hey. Hello, Carrie. Michelle, hello, great to see you guys. Hey, Michelle, how hey, are Michelle. you? And we're streaming live on Facebook and, which is new, we're streaming live on Facebook, streaming live on YouTube, and for the 20 podcast stations we're on, um, welcome to all of you on podcast. We, If we're doing anything visual, you'll miss it, but uh, you, wanna, you can always jump onto YouTube and watch the replay of this show. Mm. Next. Uh, Maddie, what e-collar would you recommend for a small dog? I just ordered the micro educator from e-collar technologies for my aggressive 12 pound Papillon, but the receiver seems so large on her. Yeah. I mean, that's about the only decent smallish one. Um, what you can do is you can put the, the box though with the back of the head. If you want to, it doesn't necessarily have to go on the side. It is a it does sort of look overkill. Um, but you know, if, if you learn how to properly use one, which is not hard, it does come with an owner's manual and we've got free videos and a lot of other people have got free videos on how to use the e-collar properly. Mm -hmm. And remember, it's not just when you're aggressive, I correct you. There's a whole thing to, to do with it as far as like, what's the rest of the day look like. Um, but that's about the best of the small ones we recommend. There's not like a really good smaller one than the micro educator from e-collar technologies. Next. Um, Grace, if you take a break from a command on NCS for a week or so, can you go back to NCS or should you start back with CS? Thanks. Um, Grace, let the dog tell you. If you want to do a little bit of priming on CS, you can do that for one or two reps and then go back to NCS. You can do that. I mean, but think about this though, Grace, where have you been for the week? I mean, did you go on? I mean, if you, because training is every day. It doesn't mean necessarily like formal commands, but you're always sort of working. 
you're always sort of working. But, you know, this is the thing. It's like it's no big deal to do like a couple of reps on the leash with some food, a couple of CS reps, and then just jump right back in your NCS. That's all of like, what, two minutes pre-NCS. So you can do that next. Holding on dog training. Hey, you too. Hope all is well. Looking forward to a great show. Oh, well, Ashley, thank you so much. Thank you. Looking forward to a great audience. Hey, Ashley. Excited about your pool. Nice. Yes. Nice looking pool. pool. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought you already got it. Oh, no. She's she's talking about it. That's right. Talking about it. Yep. Brianna just joined the Patreon. Oh, Brianna, thank you so much. Truly appreciate it. Melissa posted a link to the Patreon channel. Great. And then we have Zooms on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And Zooms are fun. They're live face-to-face. You've recorded me doing a couple of those and on stories. And um, um, those are always fun and interactive. And there's a great little family. Next. Jessica, my five-month Maltese always looks around when on the porch or walking. Seems really in alert mode. Ears up, tail up, and a little stance straight up. Should I be trying to unfocus her on looking like that? She eventually wags tail at times. Okay, so let's forget about the tail wagging. Because dogs can wag their tail before they're ready to bite something. That's just let's forget about the tail wagging right now let's do more about that that first thing you described your dog's sort of on alert now you know the last thing i want is my dog to be on my porch okay if your dog then again like we talked about the window if your dog then starts barking at the environmentals that are going by that's not what you want you want to teach your dog how to relax we're just big on like and and my dogs go from drive to not drive. All of our dogs do. Like we've got five dogs in this room right now and thank God they're not on alert. They're just relaxing as they should be. The whole time they're in the office here, they're relaxing. Um, When they're in the RV, they're relaxing. You know, when we're we're going swimming, oh, there's no relaxing going on. Uh, Chuck it, no relaxing going on. When we're running through the woods, ain't no relaxing going on. Ain't no relaxing, that's your song. They don't even know how to walk, they just run. Yeah, that's what they do. Well, they know how to walk, but. Yeah, on a leash. Um, they 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 tend to go from zero to hundred. Yes. Next. But what bird walks? He saunters. I don't think you answered the question. So, yeah, I did. Dogs on alert on the front porch or something. Did you even answer that? Yeah. So what you can do is you can just do the same thing I described um, to the window guy. Next. Uh, Devin, seven-month-old German Shepherd. He's bugging to jump and get excited when people come over. Where do I start? So, Devin, number one, you're coming up to a critical age. And what I mean by that is because the dog's starting to be like going from a dog. If he hasn't gotten his German Shepherd bark yet, he's probably going to be getting it soon. And you got to watch out for a lot of unwanted behaviors creeping up on you. A lot of dogs pre-six months old and right at seven months old, they're like, oh, yeah, I got a great dog. And all of a sudden, nine months old, a year old, they're like, oh, my gosh, he's horrific. Who is that one... Was it Kyle? Yes. He's like, my German Shepherd's so good, so good, so yes. good. Yes, I haven't seen him on the show for a while. I know. Yes. Where you been, Kyle? Right. And then he's like nine months old. What the hell happened? My German Shepherd's an asshole. And then it was like, every week it was like a new issue that yes, kept popping right. up. And he kept blaming it on himself. It's like, buddy, it's yeah. not you. It's, it's the, the dog. Age. It's the dog. So um, what I would do is, number one, watch the How to Stop Jumping video. You can actually stop jumping quicker than um, teaching a reliable sit. Next. Tina. Hi, will you talk about how to respect good dog behavior by people in public? I'm constantly having people approach us in public demanding to pet my dog. I say politely no as she's behaving and doesn't care for interacting. She's a well-trained working Malinois, but people see her beauty and manners and feel they can pet her. Well, Tina, I talk about it every show. (laughs) I, I yell and scream about it, Tina, but you know what? It's your job to do that, okay? So I talk about it all the time. Nobody has to pet my dog, so I'm doing my part. 
right? So, but I also talk about it on the show. So what I do is you start out by being polite. Thank you for asking. If they ask, if they ask, thank you for asking, but no, you can't with no reason why. It's, I'm not going to explain to you why you can't pet my dog or why you can't, you know, grab her boobs or squeeze my dick, you know, because you don't have a 20 on you. Um, and I don't make change for hundreds. So I'll just take the whole hundred and, <laughs> and, 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 and you don't get anything extra. You know, it's like you don't get extra five seconds. It's like, no, no, it's, it's what you have. And but it, what, what you do is, is in if they don't ask, you go to rude. Or if they refuse to accept your kind, no, you can't, then you go to rude. It's simple. And if they try to touch your dog, you go to physical. You push them out of the way. Because next thing you know, they'll be like grabbing your dog's head and trying to kiss it. And your dog probably won't like that. And it's also rude to do. So it's up to actually the owner to have better boundary issues. So the owner has to have better boundary issues. I can yell and scream all day long that people shouldn't do this. They're not going to listen to me. They don't listen to you when you're the one with the dog. So what you need to do is you just need to be more forceful with them. So you need to go into rude mode. Be polite, but then switch to rude mode. Just like any other personal space box that you have surrounded yourself with, you need to go into that mode. Next. Um, Tasha Bana, my dog growls at people on walks, but doesn't when she's working. She's a service dog, and I'm scared that she's going to start doing it while she's working. So correct her then when she's not working. So just correct her. So no, correct. No, correct. So what would a correction be? You know, it could be a leash pop. It could be a remote collar correction. You know, that's that's the great thing. Dogs definitely know when they're in the work mode and non-work mode. They know when their vest is on and their vest is not on. They know when a harness is on and the non-harness is on for stability. You know, one of my dogs that does protection work um, is, a, is a hobby. Not We're not serious about it. Knows when you know, it's got a thick buckle collar on. It's going to be, it's going to be biting somebody. You know, I mean, they're, you know, dogs are pretty smart like that. Next. Kathleen. Hey guys, I took Max to the beach this weekend. So great to have a dog you can take everywhere. Also great to work out on the beach, Joelle. So waiting for the workout and train your dog shirts. Yeah. I know. I know. Get, I know. We can get those made locally. I really want one like this okay. that I'm wearing right now. Well, we can get someone to design it and we can have them made right up the street going to be like semi crop top we can go look at all the samples <laughs> um tasha bana and i correct her but she doesn't stop. oh okay i see so yeah, you correct her um we just said to correct the dog and but you do so but it's not a so if she doesn't stop it's not a correction it's a nag just so remember that so what you're doing is to your dog it's not a correction i should say so a correction is only a correction to your dog if your dog stops the behavior so your dog feels that it doesn't um, uh, uh, believe you. Next. Um, Arnab. Hello, Jeff and Joelle. This is Arnab from Virginia. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Arnab? And if anybody hasn't noticed yet, Joelle had her hair done today and it looks fantastic. Thanks. I think it looks great. So I'll be. It was long overdue. I'll be the first one to, to, Thanks. to, to comp comp Terry. publicly. Love watching Angelo helping with distractions. Griffin seems to have already made much progress from his intake video. Yeah, Griffin has changed dramatically, but don't let him fool you. Don't let her don't fool you. Don't let her fool you. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean, there's still a host of issues there. She's, still, she's still a pretty nervous. Dog, she's still she's pretty getting there. Still nervous, still insecure, still um probably wouldn't hesitate to use her mouth inappropriately. Um, and that's not wet kisses, that's you know, you know, a little bit too much teeth on the skin there. 
Um, but uh, Angelo makes a great distraction. He's been doing it since he was born. He started distracting dogs at 48 hours old. And, um, and Romy um, came here today um, um, uh, to, um, to be here. And Romy's going to start coming here more, too. She really liked the environment. So um, got to go grocery shopping tomorrow morning. And um, I got to pick up. I was mentioning food, 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 food. And then I said, I'll probably pick up some snacks, too. If you want to, whoa, what kind of snacks? <laughs> so it's like, no, we got to buy snacks too. Mm -hmm. So for Romy, next. Tracy, any tips to become a dog trainer? Should I start a page and post what works? My reactive GSD offer to take a client for free to post progress. Yeah, start. So Tracy, the, the biggest thing is there's a lot of different ways. There's You could go to school for it. You could do an internship with, an, with, with someone. But the bottom line is this. You need to work lots of dogs. That's the bottom line. A degree, frankly, doesn't mean anything. You need to work lots of dogs. You need to get results. And if you want to focus on the pet dog field, and then you have to decide, do you want to get into just basic obedience? Do you want to do behavior mod? I would stay away from aggression um, until you've got, you know, hundreds of dogs under your belt because um, there's so many variables um, at that. Wes. I know. What is he doing? Go settle. Well, he's been going in there more and more and more. Um, falls asleep on the floor sometimes. So. Um, Likes the cave. Yeah. Um, he just walked into my, my bedroom. Um, so, uh, you'll do that. That's how you start it. And as far as definitely like getting clients, yeah, start working dogs for free. You just need dog experience. You just need dog experience because every dog, I don't know every dog is a little bit differently because, you know, when it comes to pet dogs, you're just training basic obedience, but there are all these different nuances that you need to learn with, with like, like we've got dogs that for some reason ain't going by the program and, um, you gotta be really, really, really creative a lot of times next Hostway, nice hair. Hope you two and the team are well. Yeah, things are going well. Yeah. Hey, go lay down. Wes, what's going on with you today? Oh, he's just like. I know. He's like, what's going on? Right. Um, Camila, can you guys explain what things like NCS or CS are? Sure. So we've got a couple of good videos on our Patreon page. CS is continuous stim and NCS is non-compliant stim. So it's just the way we introduce the remote collar to the dog. This concept that we just, you know, shock the dog and it all of a sudden mysteriously just goes into a downstay or comes right. back to you or heals properly. Train to recall, the push of a button. Right. When my dog just listens to me, I push the button and it does it. So uh, that's the biggest lie out there when it comes to remote collar training, when it comes to obedience. So we're gonna stick, we're gonna stick to the obedience spectrum right now. Behavior mod, stopping unwanted behaviors, that actually is a push of a button at a high level. Um, cause you want to make those behaviors suck so the dog doesn't do it anymore. But when it comes to actually teaching a reliable obedience command, sit down, place, recall, heal, you actually are going through, um, the way we do it is we start out with leash and food and lots of guidance. And then we start layering with, um, no words, um, with continuous stim and, the, and with uh, the stim comes off and the dog does it, but they know what to do because you've been doing it like, you know, in the same session. And then we can do something called non-compliant stim where we add the word back in. And then um, if the dog does it, you don't stim. And if the dog doesn't do it, you would stim, but the dog understands what you're doing. And I'm explaining it, you know, really, really quickly. And it's actually a longer explanation, but I want to move through the questions. But if you go to our videos on down in place it explains it pretty well next jessica hi jeff and joelle i have a three-year-old gsc that has ptsd how do you help them get to be okay the dog panics over dogs due to being attacked and has nightmares so um 
Okay, so the thing is this, is you've got to start getting your dog. That's why I, whenever anybody asks me, what do you do when an off-leash dog comes running at you? I say, you kick it. You carry a hiking stick. You do whatever it takes to keep the dog away from you. It's the kindest thing you can do to yourself and, and your dog. Um, because if not, you've got a dog then that should become severely leash reactive, which can be really challenging to get over. Um, and if anybody's ever been in the middle of a dog, like real dog fight, I'm not talking about just like one that you can just like break up by yelling. You know, I'm talking about like a dog fight that's like going to end in death if no one intervenes um, um, or seen a dog killed. It's horrific. And dogs can do some significant damage very, very quickly. Um, so what you want to do is start getting your dog around balanced dogs, well-behaved dogs, not well, yeah, well-behaved dogs, not necessarily well-trained, but well-behaved dogs that understand personal space. And then you guide the dog without the dog in, um, meeting those dogs. So just get around a bunch of dogs. Next. Number one pit bull dad. Yeah, we just talked about you the last show, the last show or it was two shows ago. I don't know. We the were last talking show. about no, glad, I think we're talking about the top five funny videos. Yeah. So I think it was like two shows, last show. Yeah. Hey, Jay and Dave, just wanted to say hello. Hey, how are you? Hey. Arnam, I have a Siberian Husky, 10 weeks old, whines a lot when I try to put him in the crate. He's first, he's with us for at least one week. Any advice? Yeah, so what, what you're going to do is, number one, um, you got the puppy. They whine, they bark. That's what they do. Um, uh, the first couple of weeks can be really, really challenging. But uh, what we do is we bonk, get a bonker. If you don't know what a bonker is, it's a, look it up. Just It's on my website. It's a wrapped up towel. And believe it or not, we say no, and we would throw the bonker at the crate. And 90 plus percent of the people out there will say, do not do that. That's terrible. You're going to create a negative association with the crate. So thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dogs which is less than 10,000, so that's an accurate number. Um, and then tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people on social media um, have seen the videos that we do um, on bonking, and the success rate is humongous. Now, does it work for everybody? No, they might be doing it wrong. Like, I've seen people do it wrong at seminars. It's mm -hmm. like, that's not how you bonk. So right. I'm going to assume that people watching the videos are also doing it wrong as well. Um, what happens, though, is you will not create a negative association with the, the crate. The dog already has a negative association with the crate. So mm -hmm. I do not walk. So last night at um, 2.30 in the morning, a dog was whining. And I got up, and I'm like, who's whining? Because I was going to correct a dog, and I don't want to correct the wrong dog. So I walked the line. There's a line of dogs in crates. And everybody was who I thought was the two dogs who I thought were whining were lying down, sleeping like horses. So it's like. That's some pretty creative whining. And then Dolly was standing up like with her nose right to the door. And Dolly's had some bowel issues and lately uh, from being nervous. So I'm like, oh, you have to go outside. So I took her outside to the bathroom. Whining stopped. So, but if it would have been, say, one of the known offenders, that dog would have been corrected. And it would have stopped. So we have dogs that come in here. And for the first couple of days, they bark and they whine. And they get corrected for it with a remote collar in the middle of the night. And guess what? If they stop. And, and they love their kennel. Okay, And they love their kennel, love their kennel. And they love their handlers. And they love the training. And they have no problem going in there. So nope. all, all this stuff about correcting a dog in the crate ruins a relationship with the owner or makes the dog afraid of the crate is an outright blatant lie. Next. That was very... Well, I want people to really... Because people... <laughs> Are being brainwashed into thinking this, and they'll and they'll 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 like it's like no, they're told this. So meanwhile, they're they'll, they'll tell the owners, oh no, it needs it needs to feel your you that you love the dog. 
show the dog that you love it. It's like, I am showing the dog that I love it. I'm teaching you how to shut up because I love you so much. I don't want to get rid of you. Because I assure you, if you don't stop this, the dog's going to go. Because your neighbors will like make it happen. Your landlord will make it happen. You will make it happen. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, I would never get rid of a dog. I'm like, there's a host of reasons why you would get rid of a dog. Like biting your kids or keeping you up all night. You know? I'm going on a rant. So, I was just talking about your hand gestures. It's very like. This one? This one? <laughs> yes. Well, I, I've been thinking about doing a cooking show lately. So it's Literally, like. Literally. I'm, pra- like I'm practicing. Very like Italian. I'm practicing. Well, I, the first episode was going to be on Italian cooking. <laughs> so, so it's, so, so it's, so it, it, you know, I've been practicing this, this one, and then I've been practicing like, this one. So there's been a couple of hand gestures I've been, pra- I've been, pra- I've been, pra- I've been practicing. So, so those, like, are, oh, those are the two. All I'm talking about is your hand gesture and you went on like this freaking tirade. Yeah, that's it. So, so if, um, for any of my, my Greek listeners, I'm going to need some suggestions of Greek hand gestures because I want to do a, 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 a Greek cooking show for my second episode. That's Great. Anyway, why, Milano, how can I get my dogs to stop barking at people who come in my house? They bark at everyone, even family. Help. Yen, Yenitsa from Massachusetts. So, Yenitsa, what you're going to do is this. Give yourself a remote collar, and you're going to say um, the dog probably rushes the door. Historically, that's what dogs do. That's, you know, nine out of ten times they do that. So, what you do is you'll say no, and you'll correct the dog on a very high level. And a lot of people will say, in fact, I'm going to do a seminar sit down on this. It's like, well, is it going to hurt the dog? It's like, yes, there's discomfort and that's okay. No, just a little bit of discomfort for barking your head off at the front door. And if your dog is properly wired, um, um, and I say that because a lot of the dogs that we see are not sometimes, it will shut up. But even the ones that are improperly wired will, will respond very well to discomfort. And it's like, we're not talking about teaching, sit down, place, recall, heal. We're talking about stopping an unwanted behavior. I don't want you barking at the door. So that's what you do. Next. Reaction key. Hey, Jeff and Joelle, hope you're doing well. My Roddy used to guard her food. Thanks to your out command, guarding is not an issue. Thanks. Reaction key, awesome, which means you watched one of our free videos and you did all the work and... That's awesome. And I'm being really, really serious. Good job. So there's a lot of people out there struggling with their dogs. And see, this is why I don't care what haters say. Mm. It's like, because it's like reaction key is like, thank God for Jeff's videos. Because mm-hmm. I fixed my dog and I didn't have to pay a dime for it. Right. Like, that's why it's like, it's like, it's so funny when people like throw insults at me online. It's like, you do realize that we're helping tons of people. No. Jose, I trained an aggressive deaf bull terrier using prong and e-collar thanks for all your videos and live streaming hoping everything gets better to go to your center greetings from quito ecuador oh yeah you can come here or oh, our shadow our shadow program maybe he's talking about no she said hope everything oh. gets better to go to your center oh I yeah oh hoping good business hoping good business maybe it's a translation thing so yeah everything's fine well, we don't. We're not really doing one-on-ones and puppy classes and seminar stuff is, is on hold. But our board and train business is. Gee, we got a two-month waiting list. We just raised our prices too, so we're jam-packed. We're jam-packed. We got another intern coming in in a couple of weeks. Things are looking good. Things are looking yeah. good. So thank you, thank you. Gretchen says hi, guys. Hey, Gretchen. How hey, Gretchen. are you? Yameli, hello, you two. Off-topic question. No, we don't answer off-topic questions. <laughs> but I'm wondering, is a Doberman not suited for a first-time dog owner? If so, which dog breed would be good, in your honest opinions? Well, all my opinions are honest, so there, there, there we go. So I don't know your skill set. I mean, a Doberman 
can be a challenging dog and a Doberman can be a cream puff dog. I think any breed can be challenging. We have a highly aggressive Chihuahua here. Highly aggressive Highly. Highly aggressive Chihuahua. I've seen King Charles Spaniels being highly aggressive. I've seen a ton of aggressive golden retrievers, I was just to say golden labs, retrievers. you know, all these like first time, you know, like, oh, get, get, it's a great family dog, you know, and then the stereotypical pit bull, Rottweiler, German Shepherd, Doberman, I've seen some of the easiest dogs ever. I think it all depends on a lot of things. It's like, oh, it's how you raise them. It's like, well, I think if you get a, if you get a dog and you raise it with, with, with a little bit more firmness than love, you're going to come across on top. But if you raise it with a little bit more love than firmness, you're probably going to struggle. Next. Amber, when you correct a dog with the e-collar, do you hold the button down until it does the command or do you tap it? Also, do you say no, then apply punisher, then say the command again? So Amber, that's a lot of questions there. That's literally five separate questions. And I would also need to know what you're training that actually has a lot to do with it. That's when we talked about a little bit before about like, and also I need to know where in the training your dog is at. So like, that's how, that's why when people say remote colors are the easy way out, it's like, actually, I'd love to, you to explain to me how we train on a remote collar. Mm -hmm. Cause you couldn't, cause you have no idea. You have no idea the process if we're Canadian, the process. That's why everyone needs to watch yeah. our couch conversation yeah. videos. It's like, it's actually more complicated than you think. It's easy. Each one of those videos is 30 minutes explaining what we do. And right. that's like just scratching the that's surface. And that's, that's on a dog with no nuances. Right. That's not if it all works. And then all of a sudden you find out that like the dog doesn't like care about that information. Then you got to make some nuances to it. So I need to know more what you're training. So um, don't forget, I also do one-on-one -on -one consults. But historically, you would say no at a correction level. But at some levels, you might still be using food in a leash. Some some of the commands, you're you're at a stage of doing nonverbal. Some you're doing verbal. Some you've got a leash on. Some you've got a leash off. Some you're doing continuous till completion. Some you're doing a tap just for correction. Some you're doing a low level. Some you're doing at a high level. I mean, think about all this. And then, like, what command? There's so many variables. There's and it's so a dog many, trained on equal. Right. Right. Are you rehabbing a dog who was trained improperly on an e-collar? You know, is a dog food motivated or not? There's so many variables. Next. Arnab, how long should a dog stay in a crate? Um, well, over you, that's the one with the Timmy called puppy. So, so Arnab, over the course of the day, you're looking at 18 to 20 hours, not straight. Over the course of the day, because that's how long they sleep for. Next. Michi, hey guys, starting to watch you again. Love ya. Kingsley's doing group lessons now to help him deal with dogs and motion distraction. Can't wait to have you back in NorCal. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Hey, Michi, how are you? Hey, Michi. Yeah, we'd like to be anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere right now. Anywhere with the beach. Warm weather. Anywhere that's not New England. Yes. So, next. Kate. Tips for curbing 18-month-old child's interest in dogs, mm. creating space, boundaries for both, increasing dog's awareness of child to prevent dog knocking child over while both are playing outside. So, number one, um, I think you're know, being a parent with seven kids, and if you saw the video, I just posted up a video on um, TikTok. Guys if, you, guys, if you're not on my TikTok channel, at, tic, um, at TikTok. At TikTok. <laughs> it's, duh. <laughs> At Solid Canine Training, it 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 um uh, um on TikTok. Also, we've got links in our um everywhere we are. We've got links to TikTok, but on TikTok, on Instagram, and on um Facebook, 
I actually put the same video up because I felt it was that how important it was. You'll see Angelo around dogs. And number one, teach your dog the out command, which means get out of here. In fact, someone asked me, did Angelo say out? Wes was the star of that video. And, and he was. Um, and people will, and, and I was like, yeah, I know Angelo said out at some point. And then I watched the video really closely. Probably right at the end. It was at the end. Yeah, and Wes was like, okay. It, it, it was at the end, right before he came back the other way. Yeah. yeah. So teach the dog the out command. And then also you want to teach your kid that like, we don't hug dogs. We don't pull on dogs. We don't pug, um, poke dogs. We don't walk up to dogs that are lying down calmly and quietly. And we don't ever walk up to a dog that has a resource. Next. You know, it's crazy. I don't think I've ever seen Angelo even like pet or interact with Wes. But he like he's around them all the time. Yeah, and he tells them what to do. Yeah, and like outside, he's like, "All right, I guess I'll follow you, Angelo." Like, and, and and I'll listen to your commands. And I'll listen to you when you say out. Yes. Yeah. And they cool. and they have no and they have no relationship, other than existing. Mm -mm. Like so, Angelo was in the presence of twenty dogs today, for seven hours. Seven hours in the presence of twenty dogs. He didn't pet one. Mm -mm. And he, and, he, and he, but he's in their presence. He walks, they move out of the way. Yep. Unless they're in a certain training mode where they're not allowed to move, then he goes around. Mm -hmm. But when he comes in here in the training center, like in this office here, if there's a dog in his way, he's like, move out of my way, dog. He doesn't say it like that. They, they just move. It, they yeah. just move. They just move around, Angelo. Yeah. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to my Patreon channel. Oh, thank you, Melissa. Yeah. Joelle does great workout videos. And inspirational um, videos, weekly workout plans, yep, workout follow, plans, meal, meal plans. plans. Today she did some very educational meal um, stuff. Macros. Macros. Macro on your on your on your um, stories. Very yep. very very knowledgeable. Hopefully you save that. Sure did. Into a bubble at the top. I did. I know you did. Gretchen, I can design the t-shirt. All right. Kathleen yes. says yes, and needs crop top. All right. Everybody needs crop tops in their lives. Mothman. Just got off work at my new job. Glad to see you. Hope I won't miss too many lives in the future, but I'll still catch the replays. Yeah, replays are always up. They're always up a couple days later. Next. Gretchen said, I noticed your hair, Joelle. I'm sure you did, Gretchen. Thank you, Gretchen. Amber, for non-compliant stim, do you say wrong and repeat the command and hold the button until the task is completed? I'm confused if you should repeat the command ever. So we stopped using the word wrong because it was we just noticed. We all sat down and started brainstorming some issues. And we say, you know what? I think the word wrong is confusing the dog. So what we've done is just say, you can, you can, you can say the command again. You can say the command again. Just give your dog as much guidance as you can until the dog gets good at it. Just give the dog as much guidance as you can and then start eventually start taking away that guidance. You, I mean, at the beginning, you want your dog to win, but another seminar sit down we're going to talk about or another um, uh, uh, a meme will do is set your dog up to fail. Everybody's like, set the dog up to win. It's like, no, you actually want to set the dog up to fail eventually. So the dog... Keyword, eventually. Right. Obviously, right off the rip, you're going to set them up. What's with the hand signals there? To win. <laughs> Nobody... What hand signals? <laughs> 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 but eventually yeah you're gonna prove the dog yes you want to you want you want you want the dogs to understand like like life exists out there mm -hmm. not in a sterile bubble right next um Devin, good mind good mind games for a puppy i'm the one with the seven month old german shepherd he just seems to get bored but has a puppy attention span when training so you know okay so i don't know because i don't do mind games 
with humans or dogs. So, you know, but there's got to be a Google mind games for brain games for dogs. I'm sure there's all kinds of puzzles. Just train them. Just train them up. But you got a seven-month-old dog, too. So they get a lot of, like, everything's interesting to your dog. Everything's interesting to your dog. There's a lot of new things out there. And they start noticing a lot of new things, sights, smells, sounds. But, you know, what we do is we do a good structured exercise program. We feed raw. We do training. Um, and then if you want to do sport, you can do, you can do sport. Um, to me, I teach dogs how to relax. So, in other words, if my dogs are bored, good. Be bored, but lie there quietly. Like, and I don't know if they're bored. I never asked them. Are you guys bored? Like after we go in the morning, now that the pool's set up, so we play chuck it, go swimming, and they do a, about a four-hour place because I'm getting work done. And then we take a break, and um, I'll probably either do potty. Maybe I'll do swimming. Depends on, like, if this usually during the midday, it's hard to get access to the pool because the staff is using the pool with all the mm -hmm. um, uh, mostly the daycare and the boarding dogs and some boarding trained dogs. So I'm not going to interrupt that. So um, I might take them um, out for a run across the street, you know, for chuck it. But um, and then at the end of the day, um, I'll, I'll swim. Them, I'll swim them again. Next. Lou. Hi, J&J. Just checking in and watching. Hey, Lou. Lou, how are you doing? Haven't. Uh, well, we see your comments on social media, Lou. Mm -hmm. Much appreciated. Next, Kathy B. My hairdresser says sometime in June. My last cut was late February. Your hair looks great, Joel. Yeah, Thanks, Kathy. I think but, that was like when my last cut was too. But today was not the first day they were open. It's just this was your first. They opened the twenty eighth of May. But you just got in today. They no, she offered me appointments, but that's, I was working. But that's pretty good. Today was my first day yeah, off that I could get. That's there. pretty good though. Yeah. It's only three three days ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Go bad for them. Uh, Brianna, is there a reason my dog tries to grab my face? She only does it to me. I don't really mind it, but is there a reason behind it? Brianna, it's because you're so cute. That's why you just got those those cheeks that are squeezable. Um, so, I, I, you, why does your dog grab your face? Probably for attention. So, if you don't like it, correct the dog for doing it. Just don't correct your dog while the while it's like right like that. Just teach your dog the out command. Out means get out of here. And then don't let the dog do it. Jen, nine-month large breed dog. When does the asshole stage finish? I've had to correct higher e-collar and prong the last two months. You're, Jen, Jen, you're like, you haven't even hit the bottom of that asshole to climb out. Oh, God. You're still like, you're still going down. You're still going down. Okay. You the assholery. Yep. You just passed the, you just, you just, you just passed. You know, I'm not going to get into the anatomy of a male sphincter. Sphincter, <laughs> the sphincters on the outside, that <laughs> the outer and the the outer sphincter and the inner sphincter. The inner sphincter does what the outer sphincter says to do. Yep. Once you get past that outer sphincter, the the inner sphincter is like just ah, easy pass. Guess we're supposed to do? Just oh, I'll listen to you, boss. Yeah. Virginia, hi there. Love the live Q and A. Hey, Virginia, how She's are like, you? She's like not anymore. <laughs> The Matson pack. Can I, can, I, can I remove my question, please? The Matson pack, part one. All right, I see part two. You're all right. I might be able to scroll uh -oh, that. This careful. bumps me in. All right. Okay, right, right there. I'm working with a dog who seems to get more aggressive when corrected with an e collar or prong collar. Yep. His aggression is triggered when the other dog in the household approaches him. He starts off with a growl, to which I correct, which causes him to growl louder. Yep. As his growl, growling grows, I go up with the e-collar, and the growling gets worse and leads to snapping and gnashing. So a couple of things there. Your your dog's, your, your pos, you're possibly underwhelming Hold your dog. Hold on. There's part three. 
He's gotten all the way to the max level on an e-collar and does not stop. I've tried starting at the highest level to which he goes straight to the snapping and gnashing thoughts. Yeah, bonk. No and bonk. Got it? The first sign of arousal. But also teach the other dog. There's a couple of different variables there. What I would say, what's the rest of the day look like? Does the day give you does the day, does the dog give you any other mm, nonsense or non-compliance or slow compliance or selective listening on any other command? I would brush up on those. What's the rules and the structure look like in the house? Um, but I would say no and then bonk. Believe it or not, it'll probably work way better than the remote cower. It looks like the remote cower is putting that dog into defense. So what I would do is I would do a proper bonk. And, and bonking is supposed to be extremely firm. Next. Kim, so I have a dog that does not like her paws touched at all. Any suggestions on how to condition her so she'll be more comfortable with it? There's a couple of different ways you can do it. Number one, you can muzzle up the dog for safety and then just start lightly touching it and click and reward if the dog makes no negative reaction and eventually start, you know, touching more, eventually hold, eventually squeeze. And this is going to be all counter conditioning protocol, which would be all done with clicker and food. And if there's any growling or showing of teeth, you would say no, and you would actually probably bonk. Next. Andy, my dog has air snapped at a dog while we were playing fetch at the beach. Should I correct her? Is this acceptable or is this guarding her space, telling the other dog to F off? Um, it's to me, it's acceptable. That's how dogs like communicate. And it could be your dog guarding its space. It's not the worst thing. It really isn't the worst thing at all. So, I mean, my one-on-one -on -one client that I did today showed me a video of the German Shepherd playing with his buddy, um, uh, a black lab. And they were like wrestling, like your two, your, 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 your two guys wrestle. And a lot of people think that it's a dog fight. Yeah. It's like, that's just play. It's like, it, like loud. It's just, it's just play. Yeah. So to me, it's not the worst. It's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, that's how, what dogs do. Next. Jake. Hi guys. Thanks for great advice and straightforward answers. I really enjoy watching and incorporating in training. Well, you are very, very Thanks, welcome. Jake. That's so nice. I was just going to think of something right before I, before you said that about, um, Oh, with uh, uh, um, a lot of people overreact. First of all, thank you, Jake, so much. I really appreciate you your, your involvement. But going back to also then to the air snapping thing, mm. a lot of people will like hear like dogs like growl at each other and a quick knock it off will like stop it. And it's like, this, it, that's what they do. Yeah. That's what they do. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it wrong. It just makes it dog. If they, if they got into a fight, that's, that's wrong. Next. Brianna, Joelle also has a great highlight on the SK9 page on CSNCS using Lily as a demonstration that really helped me understand it. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot I made yes. that. Yep. You did You did great on... Um, right at the top of our page on Instagram. Yes. Up there. Yep. You've got that. And then you also have one on with, with Rocket. Rocket. On place. Yep. That's so probably So there's, there's a really good... And it's really good. I mean... Uh, you must have spent some good amount of time um, uh, uh, editing that. So. Rockets was edited. Lily's was just like on the fly. I was on stories like while I was. Oh, doing I, it. will you? Oh, yeah. oh, awesome! I'm like, hey guys, we're gonna go from CS to NCS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's usually quick. Yeah. Once you get it, like I today's one on one was me going from CS to NCS on two different commands with the client, mm -hmm. and it's like, and they got it, mm -hmm. and they got it. Yeah. Um, barista boy, will bear spray affect dogs? Um, if, if have you guys used it? Um, I have, I, I have, I have used it once before. Make sure you're, 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 you're not heading into the wind. But the good thing about bear spray is it shoots uh, about ten feet. So where normal like mace or um, capsium spray is made for close quarter combat, so it's made for like shorter distances. 
um, where bear spray, it's like, if the bear is that close, like your face is already clawed off. So the bear spray is made to project, so which could benefit you for dogs. Next. Gretchen, interesting how people think you need to be an animal lover to be involved with animals. Animal liker is better. I had to handle over a dozen goats and some calves today by restraining them so they could get tagged. I can't think of any that didn't scream and try to bolt. Yeah. I can't imagine them like signing up for that. Right. That Please tag me today. That's right. Melissa, if you have a dog, aggressive dog, is it always considered a biting aggressive dog? Well, I mean, it's not like when you file bankruptcy after seven years, it goes away, you know? So, I mean, seven, seven years bite free. It's like, damn it, Wes. Guess what? We don't call you aggressive anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, I think, I mean, I've owned, let's see, Ronin stayed, ironically, stayed seven years bite free because he bit until he was two and he died at nine. Mm -hmm. So my Turkish Kengel. So you know, is he an aggressive dog? I mean, any dog is, any dog can bite. We've had dogs that have gotten their first bite at five years old. And we've had dogs that stop biting at one years old and don't bite until they die. So, um, I think, I, I think that, I think that the bigger issue is don't worry about the, 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 the label. Let's worry about the dog's behavior. Mm -hmm. And let's, if you don't know how to stop the aggression, let's worry about that next uh, Camila, I bonked my puppy's crate and she has stopped crying while I'm in the room, but when I'm not, she does historically. How may I stop this? So I'm not sure how old the dog is, but if the dog's historically, old, if the dog, who says that? So, um, historically what happens is if you're, if the dog's old enough for a remote collar, um, but even if it's not, you can put the remote collar on top of the crate and hit the tone button which is going to be no, and then come in the room and bonk the dog next. Hmm. Bonk, the crate, bonk the crate next. When your dog understands no, you tell them no, and they change to desired behavior. Do you just move on or still correct so the meaning of no doesn't become diluted? Um, you're supposed to still correct, especially if you're at the beginning stages of teaching no. You want to make sure you follow through. Next. Oh, my God. It Did it do it? Yeah. Uh, we almost had it. 15 minutes left. All right. We're right there. Hi, what would you do if a dog jumps on one person, however, but doesn't do it to others? Almost like they know who they can do that to and not still the prong collar method. It, so jumping on a human is jumping on a human is jumping on a human. So the only, so yes, to answer your question. And then the other human, um, I'm sure isn't liking it. So dogs tend to know though, who they can get away with things for. So yes. But it doesn't have to be the prong collar method. It can be any method you want that stops it immediately. So if you have a method that stops it immediately, that it doesn't repeat, use that method. Next. Gretchen, for clients on your waiting list, do they pay for your new prices or do they get the prices agreed upon at the time of getting on the wait list? So they would pay for the price that they paid to get on. There's no real, there's no sort of like waiting list. It's like you pay and then you get a drop off date. But I wouldn't. It's like they're already booked. They're right? they're already booked. But I, so you wouldn't increase the price on them. That would be unethical. That would be unethical. By the way, the new price is right. That'd be unethical. They already be, paid. That would be unethical to do. Next, barista boy. For every one hater, there are probably about ten viewers who have watched your videos and made progress with the dog. There's probably been about a thousand barista boy, and true that, true that. Next, Corrine. We have a rescue that looks like a black GSD since three months old. 
Recently, she started attacking our other 10-year-old dog for no reason. We ordered an electric collar and the air cans to spray. Okay, so it's... Sorry, the new puppy GSD is almost two years old now. Okay, so the, the, the so what's happening is the dog's now an adult dog. But again, I don't want you just to just correct the dog for that one thing. What's the rest of the day look like? What's the rest of the day? So there's a lot of things that you might be doing, not on purpose, that are leading up to that, that you could stop doing, that have nothing to do with electronics. That's what's the power of the one-on-one -on -one consults are. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You just identified 12 things that you should probably start stop doing. And let me give you 12 things that you should start doing that don't even involve the remote collar. And then we can even talk about you know, correcting, but as, but as that older, as your 10 year old dog gets older, it's not uncommon. And then your younger dog now comes into adulthood. It's not uncommon for, for that to happen. Next. Amber, when using the out command, is there any cue for when it's okay to eat again? Yeah. Just give the dog the, 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 whatever your, you know, you can say break or eat, eat again, you know, whatever your, whatever your word for, you know, eat is next. CT Vader, I'm retraining one of my dogs and we're on down. He has down solid in the house, but outside he looks at me sometimes like, what the fuck do you want from me? Do you want me to do? Do you do CSNZS outside or correct on, what does that say? Working level. Oh, working so level. So this is what you do. So CT Vader, remember we talked about environmentals. So what you're doing is, is that once you, so you're teaching fundamentals on, in an inside or in a quiet environment. Once you, once you move from inside to outside, it's like a whole new environment now. Oh, wait, can I add more to this? Uh, not, I wasn't done, so feel free to finish. So you have to generalize your commands. So even before you get to CSNCS, you should be doing verbal with leash pressure outside. So if your dog can't master it outside just on the verbal, they're not ready for remote yet. You have to do all your leash work outside. Mm -hmm. Then you do your e-collar inside. Then you do your e-collar outside. But which is what I was going to say. Generalization. Which was I was going to say, but I didn't have the opportunity to. So, but that's okay because I she talks and I shut up because my left shoulder is sore. Exactly. Next. Um, CT Vader said I can ask tomorrow on the Zoom if needed, provided I can make it do to work. By the way, thank you for everything. Right, and then she won't interrupt that because I won't she, be on the Zoom. She's not on the Zoom, but she'll probably still. Interrupt but you know what? It. I made you an effing latte the last time you were doing one, so you're welcome. I won't interrupt your Zoom because it's my day off anyway. If you'd like to sign up for a virtual one-on-one -on -one consult with you Jeff, me one, you can do it you at Solid Canine Training. Freaking latte over the, in 2020, and that's worthy of what? I made you show. way more than one. No, just my way be, more than I just one. Number one. Okay. Chelsea, hi Jeff. I'm new to the chat, but I've seen many of your videos. I have a one and a half year old Rhodesian Ridgeback mix. She responds to all my commands, but fixates even as she listens. Should I correct? Yes, you should. Well, okay. Let me clarify that. Does she respond to what she's fixating on? So is she loading? Is she going like, yeah, I'll do a down, but I'm going to keep my eyes on that because if that thing moves, I'm going after that. So then you would want to. Or you want to stop the fixation anyway because the dog should not be fixating on that. Not that I want the dog to be focused on you, but it's like, you know, the dog's not, the dog's just doing. It's going through the motions. It's going through the motions. 
Dana, what is a good age for a dog to start off leash if you're doing training daily? Um, the dog's going to tell you. It's not the age at all. We have eight-year-old dogs that I wouldn't trust off leash, and we've got six-month-old dogs that I would. So it's not the age. It's like what level of training. So the, the question, the real question is, is how do I know when my dog's ready for off leash? And it's not by age. It's by like how much training you've put into it. Does the dog responding to the on-leash training? Has the dog gone to a leash drag, then a long leash drag? And then is it, if you set the dog up for um, uh, uh, environmentals, does the dog understand what a correction is for non-compliance so the dog doesn't get hit by a car and run away or run away? Um, um, so there's a lot of different variables there. So if, what you want to do is you want to make sure that you get to close to 100% reliability as possible. Next. Alicia, hello from Piper and Sammy. Piper's doing amazing after her board and train this past January. Oh, awesome. Oh, my God, Piper. Yeah. She's such a good girl. Reaction key. I'm using a prong collar, 2.5 right now. However, my Roddy is growing. Should I get more links on a 2.5 or just get a 3.0? Um, I mean, a Roddy can easily do a 3.0, but, I mean, uh, it depends on how well. Yeah, Dodie on a 2.25. Yeah, I mean, you can also put a 2.25 on and just get more links because if a dog's responding, is training up really nicely, 2.25 should be fine. Next. Emily, hey guys, two-year-old Great Dane. I've been struggling with overexcited seeing dogs on walks. I correct with the leash, gentle leader, and stops, but hits end of the line again. Should I bonk or e-collar? This has only been an issue since quarantine started. I'm confused. Correct with the leash, gentle leader, and stops, but hits the end of the line. Yeah, so like it stops in the moment, but then the dog's at the end of the leash again. Oh, okay, got it, got it. So um, I would, get, I probably would switch to a remote collar if you're using a gentle leader and kills kills keep using still keep using that still keep still keep still keep say that 10 times i don't times. know what you're saying still keep using that on the gentle leader remote collar oh. combo um i was using a tongue twister well she said should i bonk or e-collar yeah e-collar e-collar next ty i just wanted to say you guys are awesome so i have a blue healer who likes to meld when excited or wants to play i use the no bike man which is hit or miss should i use a high stim on his e-collar to correct you can but don't say no bites i just say no Really just just make it universal. Just say no. Um, Kareen, my black GSD, almost two, recently started. Where did he did that? Yeah, wow, that's really weird. Um, Emily, I leave my dog outside the crate when I'm gone from the house. He won't do anything naughty when we are gone. But when we come back, he has the guilty look as if he did. How do I untrain this? So, <clears throat> number one, when you walk in the house, what's your face say? What's your body say? And did you used to yell at your dog when you came home? And if you did, then your dog is responding to that. Next. Um, let's see. Kareen. It's just like, because I know she already asked that, yeah, one. that one. Okay, but there, now like there's more. So I've separated them during the day when we are not home. Oh. They've already seen better since the air can came in. Thanks for what you do. Recommended from Nala's mom. Okay. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Julia, my two-year-old is anxious, overexcited for things he looks forward to. Park, river, yep. etc. Strange places are fine. He whines while following all commands. Bonking before behavior doesn't last. E-collar? Yeah, e-collar. Your e-collar, once you start going into e-collar training, it's not just used for correcting, like, bad behavior. It's used. It's a great way to communicate with your dog in a really calm fashion, close by or far, through walls, 
um, you're out of the house, the dog is in the house. It's good for state of mind, not because you shut down the dog, but just state of mind. It's a great, wonderful, it's a wonderful way to have a conversation with your dog. So yes. Um, Sean, what is too early to start e-collar or prong collar training? Five-month-old Catahoula lab mix seems to hate either collar or even training on a leash at all. So it could be your training program. So your dog is old enough for both, number one. The dog, like, remember, training is training. The, the, the e-collar and the prong collar and the gentle leader and, you know, a leash um, and food and a clicker, like those are, which we use all of, you know, th those are all just training tools that are going to communicate your training program. It could be just your training program. And that's not a dig on you. It's just like, there might be the wrong, because we've got to switch up training programs with different, with certain dogs too. So, and you're just talking about your one dog. So, you know, it's possible that you're, you're just, your dog's not like excited about the training program next. Crane said, thank you. Recommended from Nala's owner. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Emily, I've been working on duration with my dog sitting on a chair. He's 75 pounds and has a hard time sitting on the mm -hmm. chair. Is that just part of learning to stay still or should I do duration on something larger? Well, I don't know how small the chair is, but I mean, 75 pounds is the size of my German Shepherds and they can sit on a standard kitchen chair. So that's, that's the whole idea. The whole idea is that it is hard for the dog. That's what makes the exercise so powerful. I mean, if it was, if it was a big ass chair that the dog could like, sort of like, you know, like, you know, Lie like, down. Hang out right now. We have dogs that will like, curl up. That's like. right. Or half lie down. I was like, who oh, no, you? Who are you, a snail? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you that microscopic, that microscopic bear, bear amoeba the thing? The water bear? The water bear? Guys, look up what a water bear look is. Look up what a water bear is. Just look up. Just look Those up. are living just, on this planet, look, FYI. Not even just on this planet. In uh, space? In space, too. Look up water bear. Um, so that's the whole idea. So you don't need a bigger chair. Um, Joseph says, Joelle looks wonderful. Yes, she does. Thank you. Emily says, thank you, Jeff and Joelle. You're welcome, Emily. Reaction Key says, thank you. You're welcome. Sean says, thank you. Wow. Thank you. <gasps> Emily, it's it's a normal chair and he's 75 pound GSD. Thank you, LOL. Okay. So I think, I think things are uh, fine. I think your dog is just doing what dogs do when they first learn the chair exercise. Yes. Melissa, when you get a dog, aggressive dog in for training, do you keep it separated at first or correct it right away oh, for reacting to other dogs? The question bore you? <laughs> oh, it's just like coming up to the end of the show. I'm I getting know, tired. I know. So um, the dog will let us know. So in other words, we're not going to, we're not going to do the, any dog aggression protocols like the first week, but it has to walk by dogs. Mm-hmm. It has to see dogs training while it's in its crate. Um, it passes by dogs it, like during potty time, but there's no dog-dog interaction. So the dog will tell us. So the question is, do you correct on day one dog reactivity? Yes, we do. Because it's not safe. And, and we're not going to let the dog practice it. But we don't do it like we could say, you know what? Let's just stop. Let's... You're, Okay, if you've got a dog that's like massively reactive on day one, you're like, you know what? Let's just get rid of this reactivity right now, mm -hmm. at least in our training center. Like we'll do other protocols further along, but like at least like you can't be a jerk in the training center. Like you're living amongst these dogs. Right. So that we have to stop right away. We have to or else you have a it's – a, it's a safety mm -hmm. issue. Yeah. It's a safety issue for the other dogs. It's a safety issue for the handler. 
Um, Melissa said, thank you so much for all your help. Oh, you're welcome. Last couple questions. Kirsten, thank you guys again for helping us with Sophie the Pyrenees. My question is this. Do some dogs always need some level of e-collar correction for kennel nonsense every time you leave the house? She's improved a lot, but will still throw minor tantrums when we initially leave, which I correct with stimming. Do I need to turn the level of correction up or down, or is it normal for a dog to take more than four months to completely get over this? Okay. Kirsten, I got a good feeling you know the answer to this one. Mm -hmm. I got a good feeling. So today is Monday. You'll be leaving the house tomorrow. You'll be leaving the house Wednesday morning before the show. You come back Wednesday and you tell me what you did and if it worked. And if it didn't work, you got enough time to do something else. You tell me what the answer is. And I don't say that to be a jerk. And I'm not saying that because I don't want to give you an answer. I'm saying it because I want dog owners to start troubleshooting on their own and not rely on us dog trainers. And I'm not saying that so I, you don't have, people don't ask us questions. Oh, Jeff doesn't ask or answer a question. He makes us figure it out himself. It's like, no, I want people to realize that we're not magicians and that you actually probably know the answer. But the, the issue is this, and we're actually going to finalize this. Um, this is the last question. This is, the, this is what the issue is. Owners are afraid of hurting their dogs. So are we. We don't want you to hurt your dog. We don't want to hurt your dog. But guess what? You're not going to hurt your dog. But I got a feeling you're going to be able to stop this behavior. All right. This is Jeff Galvin of Solid Canine Training. Joelle, thank you so much for doing the show. You're welcome. Thanks. Thanks for all the, uh, 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 even though I know, I know you're always tired at the end of the night. So am I. And um, I'm really glad we switched it to seven o'clock. I know. Oh my God. Remember when we did that 90 minute show, eight to nine 30, nine 30, like after seminars, after a 12 hour workday. Years, years. <laughs> I did it. Years. I did it. Years. No, 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 no. It was always an hour before I came into your life. Yes. Then you're like, fuck, I can get an extra half hour out of this chick. What? So then it was an hour and a half for like a year and a half. And then you volunteered for the four hour show. Yep. So it's like, yeah, what's a 90 minute show? Anyway, guys, may I be in love with you. Good night. Good night. Take care.